Hello and welcome back to Girl We Have to Talk podcast. Uh, Today we will be joined by one of my closest friends. Her name is Nina. Let me tell you what a rock star she is before I bring her in. She is fabulous. We have been friends um, for over 10 years. Like we've known each other since high school. Um, So we are very close. She's one of the few people who I invited to my wedding. Hint, hint, I am sometimes antisocial, despite the fact that I am inviting my friends to do a podcast with me. Um, it is very rare that I connect with somebody as well as I have connected with Nina. I would say she and I are almost polar opposites, but it works so well. It would basically be the cliche of peanut butter and jelly or that new old town song that's like half country half rap I feel like we're kind of like that where it's just like you don't think it goes together and then it just goes together and then the next thing you know you are like in your Daisy Dukes with some cowboy boots on and a Wu-Tang Clan t-shirt and you're just rocking out and that is basically me and Nina um she is a delight I am super excited to have her on the podcast and have her share like her wisdom with all of you um and I think we're pretty fun so this will make for a great first episode um as a reminder this is girl we have to talk podcast you can follow us or me follow me on instagram at girl we have to talk podcast or you can shoot me an email at girl we have to talk podcast at gmail.com um i am always looking for podcast suggestions i am also looking for book recommendations or restaurants um anywhere i love to travel so even if you do not live anywhere near me i would love to know your favorite restaurant because i will go there um so kick back relax i hope you brought wine and join me on this very first full episode of Girl We Have to Talk podcast with one of my closest friends, Nina. Hello, Nina. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. No, of course. Okay. So I'm going to, I I didn't say too much about you because I was like, I don't want to ramble. Um, about her before we get to this podcast so um, I just want to so I don't even need you to be like this is who I am as a person unless you want to if you want to tell us all who you are as a person that's fine Um, but also I just wanted to talk about like why we're friends to this day and like how we've gotten a chance to like stay connected because you do not live close to me I think at this point I I, how many times a year do you think that we see each other oh um outside of work yeah outside Outside of of work I'll probably see you like twice. I know. Yeah. I know. But it's okay. I actually feel fine with that. Like, I'm okay with that. Like, I mean, I can always see you more, but I'm not like, oh my God, this is like killing our friendship that we don't see each other. Because we talk every day. That's why. Like, we talk every day throughout the day. Yes, because shit always happens. Right. So it would be different <laughs> if I felt like, oh, I only had like a scheduled call with you like once a week. No, we talk all day, every day. Yes. And you always have like the best things to tell me. I was thinking to myself the other day, I was like um, listening to Lizzo, which by the way, we just the audience. So, you know, Nina and I and a couple other friends are going to see Lizzo in September. Um, and we love, I love Lizzo. Do you, I think you introduced me to Lizzo. I did. And you know what? I'm listening to her now, but let yes. me turn Tank and the Bangas. I'm gonna send you their um new single, Nice Things. I love it. I've been listening to them for a couple of years now. Tank and the Bangas. Tank and the Bangas. Nice I love it. Things. 
okay, is it going to be like a ratchet song? Like, what am I going to be looking for? I to? mean, it's a little, it's a little ratchet, but you know what? It's 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 me. If you okay. listen to it, you're gonna be like, "This is a Nina." You know how sometimes you listen to songs and you tell me, "Like Nina, I felt like this was you." Yeah, this yes. this. Is- you know what, what song I listen to and I think of myself because I'm self-centered. I'm not actually self-centered. But like when I think of myself, this, a song that I think of when I think of myself. What? Okay. So you're going to be surprised. Actually, you're not going to be surprised because I think you know me pretty well. But I think this second episode of this podcast, so listeners are going to be surprised. I feel like at this point in time, when I hear a song that reminds me of myself, I think it's City Girls twerk. Yes basically my whole life at any point at any time I will stop and be like well shit I gotta fuck it up like I gotta dance right now I will always dance anytime and I've had to play bodyguard quite a few times when you decided like (laughs) fuck it we about to twerk (laughs) let me secure the perimeter (laughs) I think sometimes sometimes you just need to shake your fuck you just need to shake that ass you just gotta get down and shake it I'm not opposed to like shaking my ass I will get on the floor I'll be on a pole I will shake my ass like at any point but see I can't do that no more that's why I got five kids I can't oh (laughs) you can't twerk in front of your husband you are safer twerking in front of strangers yeah yeah I could probably do it in front of strangers if he's not around if he's around then that's real that's kind of quick for me to get snatched up and then have another baby (laughs) I'm just I'm not gonna do it oh I'm gonna love it I I vote that you guys are gonna have like one more baby I know you don't like that but I feel like one more is in the car Mm-mm, mm-mm. our next if you have me on again the next episode is going to be about how nina dropped her baby off at your house in the middle of the night with a passport <laughs> check and was like contact me in 30 days when you need to re-up mm-mm. i will 100 percent take your babies because they're so cute so listeners just so you know nina is married she lives in the middle of fucking nowhere i think i previously <laughs> mentioned that you live in the woods I do. she literally lives in the woods nina if you don't mind can i post a picture of your backyard that's inconspic- inconspicuous on my instagram account so people could see uh, post- okay. i posted today where um grace said it looked like a creepy enchanted forest Yes. Okay. I'm going to have to post a picture for you guys to look at her backyard. First of all, it's gorgeous. Second of all, Grace is correct. Um, it is a beautiful, creepy, enchanted forest. But you do live in the middle of fucking nowhere. I do. I do. Um, and so you're married. How long have you been married? 12, uh, are you guys at 12 years? So we're at 12 years together. How long have we been married? We've been married for six years. This July, it'll be six years. Yay. Yay. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, hashtag black love which i think is great my husband's not black but i still love it that's okay that's right yeah we've been married for six years um we got five kids off and they're super fucking cute they are but they crazy um your children are in the mob of their own they have created a mob that they well you know i i tell them you know, they're the Corleones. And you, you know, I watch my gangster movies all the time. And I'm always yes. like, they are the Corleones. They, to the T. And it's so funny because Grace is Michael. Oh, yeah. Michael. Grace is in charge. Yeah. Grace learning yes. it with her princess yes. voice having some. Oh my God. I feel like I could have Grace on my podcast. Actually, I think if I didn't invite Grace on my podcast at a certain point, I think she would be pissed off at me. One time she got mad at me because I said, like, I said we were best friends. And then she was like, 
I think she thought I said we weren't best friends, so she didn't talk to me for like a long. She did not talk for like to an me. Hour. Period. Yes, and I was like, Grace, are you okay? And she's like, You said that we weren't best friends. Actually, she didn't say it like that. She said it in like a Disney princess voice. You said that we weren't best friends, and I'm like, No, I, of course we're best. I was like so apologetic. I love her, Fancy. honestly. Remember that time we were at the grocery store and that lady thought she was the woman who had her hat on? Yes, and she death glared her. And she did. She said, I'm a girl. Yes, honestly, Grace, if Grace if Grace was an adult at that moment in her life, she would have said, bitch, what the fuck? Like, she would have. She really would have. And she looked at me like that's what she wanted to say. (laughs) <laughs> oh, she was literally like you're lucky that my mom is right here so I can't fuck you up right now like that's like what she looked like and she's five but she's so cute and polite and just so smart like all your kids are so cute and so smart and so polite honestly yes I think I'm gonna just drive my kid my imaginary child to the forest to be raised by you and Tony um just for a little bit like I'll take it back when it's Grace's age Grace is well trained <laughs> uh okay so we are really good friends like as you can tell we are I think Nina is definitely like but I think you're probably my best friend I feel like that's a hard thing to say because I do think I have different best friends but like you are in the I have like I think three best friends one of them is my best friend (laughs) no I was gonna say my mom is my best friend she's literally one of my best friends so like no because she's crazy so like my mom is like my best friend because she's not that much older than me so she is my, one of my best friends so she's like best friend number three and then I think Anaja is like my best friend who I offer a lot of emotional and psychological support to even though she's probably one of the smartest people I know but she's insane um and then you are like my advice you are Lizzo that's what I was that's how this conversation started like I was oh, listening yeah. to Lizzo and, and, like, it was, like, um, I just took a DNA test. It turns out I'm 100% that bitch. Right. Not that you would say that, but you would say that. But you would also text me and be, like, Iris, just so you know, if you took a DNA test right now, you would 100% be that bitch. And I'm, like, yes. That's, like, you <laughs> – you are like motivation. Like you are like a Lizzo. Ever. Yes, you are. A hundred percent. You will be like, you just leave. I just will call you and be like, talk to me about like how amazing I am. And you're like, okay, right. no problem. Let me tell you. <laughs> so thank you. I appreciate you for that. You are uh, welcome. See, that's, and that's, I feel like is one of the main things I love to do for my friends and my sisters. Just you have to amp you up. Like I'm the girl in the back while you twerk and go up. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. I know. Yes, you are. <laughs> that is you. A hundred percent. Well, thank you. You're amazing too. Like I always think that like you are super supportive. So I always try to offer you lots of support too. So I am happy that we are best friends. Thank you. Oh, and I also forgot, like, I also have another best friend. It's Jen, which, you know, I, I love her too. She's going to be on the, she's going to be on next week. So she's my fourth best friend. AJ. No, I didn't forget AJ. AJ's not even like my best friend. She's like a different person. I need to think of like a different word for AJ because she's not like she's like a different whole entire type of person in my life. Like her, I'm going to make save it for when she comes on the show because like our friendship has evolved so much and she has like she is like if there was like a most changed butterfly motherfucker award it would go to AJ like she <laughs> is like a but like she has changed don't you agree though like yeah. she, out of everything 
everyone we've known throughout our friendship. Like, we've been friends for a long time. Yes. I think we've been friends for 11 years, probably, since you've been with Tony for 12. Yeah, I think, 11. Yes. I think AJ, out of all the people who we have shared as friends, has changed the most. Yeah. And, like, AJ, if you're listening to this, I'm so proud of you. Like, right not that there. you were horrible before, right. but, like, your shit is so fucking together. And I'm, like, really here for yep. it. So, shout out to you. We're both proud of you. Yes. Always. Uh, uh, okay. So today, um, I wanted to get your thoughts on my podcast from last week. So it's like a pop quiz. Okay. I know that you listen though, because I asked you yeah, about I it. To it. Okay. Okay. Here is some guidelines for Nina. Nina needs to have guidelines. Yes. So this is another thing that's different from me and like some of my other friends. Like we're reverse. Like I give Nina guidelines, and I think that like Anaja would have to give me guidelines. Okay. So like I. The Nina to Anaja, whereas you are my Nina. Because, okay. like, I will, like, if it's like something to do with Anaja, I'll just say some off the cuff shit. That's probably not nice. Um, uh, but, so, okay, tell me your thoughts, but also, like, try to be as nice as possible. <laughs> mm, okay. But can I say one thing, though? Oh, God. Okay. Fuck them hoes. Look, and let me tell you why. <laughs> no, and let me tell you why. Because here's the thing. One from like the friend that you lived with, if you don't want to be friends anymore, fine, that's cool. But be adult enough to have there's nothing in the friendship world that says we have to be friends until the day we die. Right. You know, and if you don't want to be my friend no more, cool. But let me know. Because if I'm yes. thinking like, oh, maybe we could be friends again in the future because people change. I want to know if that bridge is burned. If I think that bridge right. is still cool, then I'm going to go. Um, and for the second girl, that's what I think that's what made me even more angry about the situation because Heffa, I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't mean that, Jesus. <laughs> but like here's the thing i will say about this person before you say that second friend yes she i don't think she meant any harm that's the thing it's like i don't think that she meant it in a bad and way I, to and not I invite know, me. I think it, but that's yeah. what made me even more upset because again why not just say something yeah that's it i I'll, I'll just i don't even, i'd rather you say something to me than you not say something because even if you didn't mean it in a in a harsh way you didn't mean you know to like leave a person out or make them feel bad you did it so right fuck your intentions your action showed me how you are yeah I mean it definitely like hurt my feelings and I was just like I mean honestly I feel like hurt feelings is such a strong word I did my feelings weren't hurt I think a better way to say it is like okay well this kind of makes me feel like I guess I'm gonna have to put like I think I treat people how they treat me like I will say that I will friendship ghost people but it's usually because you have done some shit to me that made me feel like you didn't appreciate me as a fucking person so when that happens I'm like okay well listen I don't there was something I posted on my uh, Instagram the other day that was like I cannot let your raggedy ass energy bring me down and that's like such a fact like I just can't like I I need to be in a friendship. Yeah. Like I have to be friends with people where I'm like, we have each other's back. You're treating me how I would like to be treated. And I think that I'm so thoughtful. Like if I'm being a bitch to you, I mean, just as a PSA for anybody who's in my life who's listening, if I'm being a bitch to you, it's intentional. <laughs> it is definitely 
not a mistake. Like, I'm never mistakenly bitchy. Like, it's 100% like, okay, I'm trying to be a fucking bitch to you. Because I would never, like, I'm so conscientious of other people that I would never intentionally be a bitch to someone. So I think that it, like, for me, I'm like, okay, well, like, I know, like, probably nothing was meant to happen here, but it kind of makes me like, okay, you didn't, like, are we not as good of friends? Or like, I don't know, it just makes you question. Yeah, and that's why I said her intentions, however she intended it, she can she can take that up with the universe. Her actions is what matter. And when you think about it, Iris, you've never really ghosted a person. You tell these people like, hey, this is true. I don't like what you're doing. That's not cool with me. And when they keep doing it, that's when you say, okay, and you just go dark. You gave a warning. That's true. So that's, that's not true. Like ghosting. Ghosting is like if you never gave a warning, they didn't know that their behavior was upsetting you or offending you, and then you just disappear. No, you give warnings because sometimes I tell you they're not even worth the warning, but you know, you you give it anyway. <laughs> I try like my female friendships are so important to me so I'm just like let me try to tell you that you are being a fucking bitch just so you're aware um and obviously I will never say to somebody like hey you're being I would just be like listen like when you did this I didn't like that but okay well good so now we know how Nina feels basically Nina's takeaway is fuck every fuck both of them fuck everybody um uh so have you ever had a friendship breakup or have you ever actually ghosted a friend I've never ghosted anybody. I think I'm pretty verbal. And if I'm done with you, I'm done with you. And that's not just even with friendships. I'm like that with family too. It, mm, I can love you from a distance. I can love anybody from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, you're so amazing I, from a distance. Yeah. And people are. Some people, when they get up close up on you, they're not as great. But when they stand like a hundred yards back, you're like, you're awesome. I'm gonna love you from over there. I'm honestly that's like everybody who I know everyone like okay not everybody who I know but like a lot of people I'm like wow like it's so great not being really good friends Uh with you because I think that I would probably kill you if we were really good friends but like seeing you on occasion is wonderful this is so great um and the only like actual bad friendship breakup when I oh my god I know it it wasn't even bad for me it was more so funny it was bad for me it was bad for me bad for you because you were still friends with the girl i'm not gonna say her name but you were still friends with the girl um so it was bad for you i thought it was hilarious i thought it was so flipping funny (laughs) it was bad for me because she was just like you betrayed me and i'm like no listen i was just asking your question i was like i just had a question i'm not trying to betray you the situation because you know she crazy and you know she's still (laughs) she's crazy but i would say any that was like that was really the only person i've stopped being friends with generally the people who come into my life i'm still friends with everybody i still talk to people but i don't let any and everybody in my life Mm -hmm. different and i think you all Yes. And I also think you do a good job of like setting boundaries. Like I think that anybody who knows you has a very clear idea of like, these are Nina's boundaries. Do not fucking cross them. Like it's, it's like you are very upfront about it, which is like my goal is to be like more upfront about my boundaries. Like, don't do this. I like, that will not make me happy. And I tell everybody all the time, you can do whatever you want. Don't talk about my husband. Don't talk about my kids. Don't talk about my sisters. 
my brothers, you know, maybe my brothers, they, they <laughs> sometimes, so I don't know. <laughs> but my sister, right, my it depends on who you are. Right, my sisters, my kids, my husband, mm-mm, mm-mm, that's, yeah, that's, that's my hard stop. I love it. Um, okay, so let's segue into talking about something that I feel like you have a lot of, and that is black girl magic. So what does that mean? I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What do you feel like that means to you? That's, no one has ever asked me that before. So, oh. Yeah. I never really, because I don't always say black girl magic. Like when I talk to my daughter, when I talk to Grace and even Claire too, because you got to start them early. Mm-hmm. I don't even say that they're magical. I just say you are the best thing that has ever been created there are so many people that want to be like you. I love that. Yeah. I mean, and I, 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 it's true. Black women, we are magical. If you can ask anybody, it's through the, <laughs> through the end of time, the oldest person in, in, in the world in history that we have dated, where did they come from? Africa. Mm. Who can give birth? Who can actually create an entire person inside of their body, bring that person to life outside of the womb and still survive. My vagina just clenched a little bit. Like that was really magical, but I just don't want to think about having <laughs> But I'm just saying, but when you think about it as a black yeah. woman, I think of all those things like who can, you know, endure so much and still go to work the next day and say, okay, well, this is what I got to do. Right. Right. No, I totally agree. Like, I think that I just feel like a lot of the things that um, women of color, and I can't speak to other women of color, but I know myself as an African-American woman, I feel like it's such a unique, like, journey, which some people are going to be like, what do you mean it's unique? You're a woman. And I'm like, no, like, yeah. Even when dealing with friendships, like one of the things that I always thought about with that friendship from the person who I was talking about last week is that we have very similar personalities. Um, I mean, not to like 100 percent, but like I think we can both be um, like we're chatty. Like I think we're up front. Like we can be pretty like peacocky. Like we show our feathers. We're not wallflowers. And the thing is, like, even though we would behave the same way or, like, both be loud and, like, laughing and, like, having fun, and even though, like, I will tell you the truth, I definitely think I'm a truthful person, I always try to offer some tact and some, like, compassion with my truth. Um, That person didn't. That person, I think, would be, in my opinion, somebody who I would say is, like, not very nice. And yet and still, like, that person, whenever it would be talked about, it'd be like, oh, well, you know, that person is, you know, she's just who she is. And, like, that's so great. And then it would be... And then it would be like, but Iris, you're so sassy and you're so blunt. And I'm like, whoa, like, why why the fuck do I have to be sassy and blunt? Like, what about this bitch? Like, what is she? But But I feel like that's okay. And I'm going to try because it's your podcast. I don't want to get anybody offended. But Lord, no. But if we look at the history of black women, especially in America, when we were brought here, who was jealous of us the most? I mean, down Louisiana, they passed a law where if you were a woman of color, even a drop Creole, you had to cover your hair because that enhanced your beauty. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, girl. Yeah. We had to cover our hair 
so as not to turn the eye of the white men in Louisiana. Girl, I did not know that. Yeah. I so, so like that I didn't know. Yeah, we're always seen as um a threat. And sometimes I feel like it feels that way. Like, not necessarily. Like, I wouldn't say I think that people are like, oh, my God, they're all so jealous of me. I got to cover my hair. But I do feel like it's like, oh, my God, you're so blunt and aggressive. And Mm -hmm. even though I think that most of the time, I think in their mind, they mean it in the nicest possible way. And that's Uh, because they don't realize what they're saying. Because, again, this is something that has been ingrained Mm -hmm. for hundreds of years and it's natural to immediately look at a black woman and think of her as aggressive as you know confrontational and when you say certain things they just say oh well that's how she is you know iris iris is aggressive she's blunt she speaks her mind whereas your white friend counterpart can give the exact same advice and they say oh okay, well, you know, that's, that's just how she is. And she makes a point. Mm-hmm. So I think that it is just really difficult to like navigate sometimes those relationships. And then also, like you said, like you don't want to offend anyone because I do feel like there's this place where you're like, okay, listen, I don't want to be that person who's always just like, listen, this makes me feel uncomfortable, but it does ostracize you, especially where we live. You live in the, the woods now, but like you used to live up North and like, in Chicago, it is very rare to see, and I mean, I'm not even being exaggerant. Like, you lived in a neighborhood where I think maybe you would probably see more Black people than I do, but I could go days without seeing a single Black person. And so, and I don't have very many Black friends in the city either. So, for me, I'm always the only person of color. I mean, there might be a Latina there, but, like, most of the time, I'm definitely the only Black person there. And so, to get all of the like, oh, Iris, I just know you're going to be so sassy. I just know you're going to be so blunt. You always are going to like say whatever you think. And I'm like, oh, my God, if only I said whatever I thought, you'd probably be <laughs> fucking dead. Like, right. I never say whatever I'm thinking. Right. Like, absolutely, I'm not saying anything. Um, and I think that carries over to work, too. Like, I feel like often I'm just like, okay, like, I have to be super nice and super polite and super friendly. Um because you don't want to be the black woman in the office, which is like such a stereotype. Like you don't want to be that person. Oh yeah. No, I've been told numerous times to um, smile through the phone. Oh my God. (laughs) You know, to kind of tone down um, how I respond to certain things where my colleague can say the exact same messaging. Actually we did, we did that before we both sent out um, and this was a while, this was a really long time ago. Um, we sent out the exact same email to the exact same group of people. I sent like the first one and then she sent kind of like a follow-up. Mm-hmm. All we did was copy and paste. I was seen as too aggressive. Wow. Her email was seen as, okay, yep, we'll jump right on it. Exact, exact same wording. Yeah. And I know that, like, um, so like my mom often gets this whenever she interviews places, they will say to her, oh, my God, I'm so, like, impressed by you. You're so articulate. And it's like, what? Yep, I've gotten that numerous. Remember when I uh, was working in uh, the Water Tower place? Yeah. That's what I got during my interview. And I kind of looked and, you know, I had to keep smiling and say, okay, all right. But, yeah, they, they seem surprised when you're mm-hmm. educated and you're well-spoken because, 
Yeah. I tell them all the time, don't, don't, don't let this, you know, Janet Jackson braid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, but that's like a whole nother thing too. Like sometimes when I interview, like if I just want, sometimes like most of the time I hear a straight, but like occasionally I'm like, it's hot outside and it'll be like, I, I have no choice but to wash my hair. I cannot go to somebody and you know me, I can't straighten my own hair. So I'm just like trying to wash my own hair. And then I, if I have an interview or anything like that come up, I'm like, oh shit, can I wear my hair in a fro to this interview? Like what's going to happen? That's like such a thing that I feel like only people like us have to think about. Can I wash my hair and go someplace? Like, or what will me having my hair in its natural state say to people about me because I just did my hair like it naturally is yeah I mean think about in the news there's like places banning people from wearing dreadlocks and afro style saying that it's unprofessional so it is a real concern I mean I'm not concerned about it as much anymore I definitely I would say I definitely was um before I had grace I would definitely mm-hmm. try to keep my hair a certain way. I change up my wigs too often because, you know, they be asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that, though. Oh, my God. You had, like, your fucking hair down, like a short pixie cut one day, come in there with a long blonde wig, and they're like, oh, my God, I love your hair. What did you do to it? It's like, this is obviously a wig. Come on. This, this is how I felt this morning when I woke up. That's why I put this one on. Right. And the other one, my husband wants to see that last night. That's why I wore that. So (laughs) all these questions. Yeah, I would say since I've had grace, I definitely have. I've always embraced my natural hair. Always. I've been natural forever. Mm -hmm. But I've embraced being natural in the workplace since I had her. Because, I mean, I want to be a model for her. Don't, Don't change. Don't dim your life. You know, because other people have to put on shades, you better tell them to turn away. I love that. Just, I, that is so good. And I tell her all this, and you know, Grace, Grace tell you in heartbeat, I'm black, I'm a girl, I'm strong, I'm brown. <laughs> She'll tell you in a heartbeat. Um, I love that. I love that. And I think that you and Tony do a really good job making those children feel like strong black kids and like that is okay. And like, honestly, of course, there's nothing wrong with being a strong white child, a strong Indian child. But like, it's just that I feel like there's so much negativity often associated with being black and I just love it to celebrate the magic that is black there's magic in everything in my opinion I, like I'm sure you would agree too there's magic in everything oh yeah um I mean my, and I, my family my group of friends is very diverse extremely mm-hmm. diverse but I I personally would not want to be any other thing but black with oh I love that downs with all of the things that you know African Americans have been through I still would not want to be anything but black that's so awesome i'm gonna have um jennifer on next week to talk about interracial friendship and so basically i love her too um what i really think is that i think that what we need to have happen is for our friends our non-women of color friends they i wish that we could all just be allies and instead of you saying to yourself okay iris is so sassy and nina like you know, what happened to her hair today? Just think like, 
this is just Nina and she's really fucking good at her job. She's a great mom. Iris is a great friend. And I'm not going to say shit like that. And if I am saying that, is that what I'm saying? Because she's actually like this. Is she really that sassy? I'm not really that fucking sassy. Um, there are some allies. I'll, I'll you, my other- oh my God. Yes. Jennifer is one of them. Like that girl. She'll curse somebody out for me. <laughs> Best friend, Melissa. I, we've been friends since freshman year of high school. Yes, I remember. But yeah, no, I was just saying my best friend Melissa, she there she's amazing. I love her. I need to, I'm gonna call her later. I love her so much. Yeah. But like thank you for being an ally. <laughs> right. Thank you for getting it. Like yes. I've never felt um marginalized with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really think and honestly, I think that most people are super accepting. I just think that there needs to be more awareness of, you know, things that maybe that people are unconscious of. And I think there's a lot of people who do it really well. Um, But then even as we saw, like in the dreaded, nobody wants to talk about it, the election with Donald Trump, like we saw how different feminism can be for women of color versus, you know, white women. And I just feel like I, I, most of my friends are white and I really like, like all of them, actually, if you're my, somebody who I consider my friend, I like you. And I really appreciate those that, I mean, some of them I don't talk to it about, so I don't really know where they're standing. But like, honestly, maybe that's a conversation we all shouldn't be so afraid of having is like, tell me what you think, because maybe as a person of color like a black woman or any person of color maybe we should only I think that it might be important for me to have to surround myself with only people who are allies because I think that it's more damaging to me as a person it's more damaging to that magic when I'm around people who are not oh absolutely you should definitely be having those conversations yeah and we should all just be very open like the black anything aggressive i'm not gonna say right republican because honestly oh no yeah definitely not i don't care about that my thing is did you vote for trump (laughs) and do you feel like you like do you know about the issues like that we face like do you know about you know the black women who are locked up and whose titties are getting popped out at the fucking where was that 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 happened i think it was at like the waffle house like that type of stuff do those things matter to you i want to know if you voted for trump because i'm black i want to know if you voted for trump because i'm a human and i mm. he, he's just not he does not care about anyone he cares about something and i don't know what it is but it don't seem like nobody who i know yeah. oh okay Um, So, okay, I want to make sure before we run out of time that we have chance to talk about these question and answers that I got from some people who actually wanted my advice, which is like hilarious to me. Sorry. Like, I'm I'm like, okay, if you if you want my advice, I'll give it to you. Um, So, okay, I'm going to read you this. And this is from a person who wrote to me on Reddit. Um, So. I am a female that's 26 living with my friend who's 28 and my partner who's a male 28. Um, My friend and I had a great relationship um, that has dissolved since moving in together. 
Um, she tries to be funny and sarcastic, but really comes off as rude and mean. She has made many comments over my mental health. I'm going through a lot of stuff right now, like legally trying to work it out while trying to be a functional and semi-happy adult um, over how I see a therapist and also how my boyfriend is seeing a therapist. She also makes comments about our weight and how we aren't as active as before when I first met her, started dating my boyfriend. I have many reasons about why I don't want to be friends with her. She acts like she's better than my friends, me and my family made the relationship even worse. My partner and I are planning on moving out once our lease is up. The problem is that she gets very defensive over the smallest complaint. She becomes very hostile and immediately turns to insults um, to insult us. How do I handle this situation? I hate confrontation. She loves it. And I get anxiety over it. I know she'll, she'll want to be friends still, but I, for my own mental health, would rather not carry on a friendship that feels toxic when all she wants to do is talk down to everybody around her. So first things first, that was my <laughs> friend to begin with. Um, Girl. The only reason why you're starting to notice these behaviors in her is because you live together. Before, mm. When you were friends, she made these same type of comments, but you were able to go home, maybe not see her for a day or two. And it didn't, you know, seem as bad, but living with someone and they're basically making fun of you. No, she, she was never your friend. Um, and to handle that situation, I would just have a conversation with her and it doesn't have to come off aggressive or confrontational. I would just say, Hey, do you have a minute? You know, I kind of just want to chat with you about how I've been feeling and how uncomfortable it's been living together and kind of give you some of the reasons why me and, you know, my boyfriend are going to move on. Now, once you move out and if she still wants to talk to you, you can do whatever you want. I personally wouldn't talk to her no more. Um, that's, that's somebody I probably would ghost. I, I would change <laughs> my number. I wouldn't give her my new address. She couldn't even help me pack. I don't, oh, I don't know nothing. Um, but she was never your friend. And the only reason why you notice it now is because you live together. Um, and I don't like that whole, I'm gonna let my friend move in with me and my. Oh, God. Well, it sounds like maybe she lived with a friend and then the boyfriend moved in, which I do think is kind of problematic, too. I think what it sounds like is that maybe this friend is a little bit jealous of, like, your boyfriend situation. Like, maybe you guys were really good friends before you started dating this person. And now, like, it sounds like you and the boyfriend obviously are doing well. You live together. You're both in therapy. You're trying to, like, better your lives. And, like, maybe she's, like, feels a little bit left out. Now, that's no excuse to be a fuck. What'd you say? Did she say if the friend was single? She didn't say if the friend was single or not. She might be single. That's another thing. Okay, let me give you a tip. Don't ever, oh, no. ever have your man around your single. Ooh. Ever. I mean... I think that, okay, like some of my friends I would be okay with, like I would be okay with some of my single friends around my man, but you know me, I'm like super trusting, but some of them I'd be like, okay, this is fine, but there are certain friends, like the one, okay, like the one who you were talking about that you had to actually break up with, I would never trust her around anyone, not because I think that anybody would sleep with her, but she, who knows what the fuck she would say happened. <laughs> like, there's certain people you just can't. Have her around our significant others. She would just say, be saying shit. 
Yep. There's some people you just can't. You just can't. You just cannot. You cannot, cannot, cannot. You know, not necessarily say don't have your single friends around your significant because they may try something, but you don't know what's in their spirit. Mm-hmm. You don't have a gift of discernment. You're not able to tell when these people are jealous of you. And it sounds like she's jealous. You know? It definitely sounds like she's jealous of the something. Um, it kind of reminds me of the one friend who we had together who you had to break up with. How before I started dating my husband, I was dating somebody else who she knew. And she told that person that I was cheating on them, which actually was not true. For one. For two, I don't really give a fuck because he was kind of a douchebag. Like, that was fine. It was not going anywhere. But, like, she told him that I was cheating on him and, like, still seeing my ex-boyfriend. And then she proceeded to go to the beach and suck his dick. So, that's the thing. You just never know when you have a person like that. Did I know that before I became friends with her or after? <laughs> no, that happened before. That happened, like, before me and, like, before me and Mike started dating. Is Did you tell me she did that I started being friends with her no okay but here's the thing Nina I feel like I subtly gave you a couple like wink wink nudge nudges that she was insane and you just were not listening to me you have to say outright Nina this bitch crazy <laughs> you can't just be like because oh. you know how you are Iris you'll be like well she has a really a lot of good attributes and I'll look at you like bitch what does that mean is she crazy <laughs> what am I supposed to do <laughs> girl like yeah she's one of those people do not invite this person around your significant other she's insane um and it sounds like you might be living with that person um there's also another person who we were friends with her name starts with a b is another type of person who i would never invite around my man because she is a self-proclaimed will fuck your man person i wasn't friends with her that was y'all friend Now you're going to say she was just our friend? I've been very clear. Even when I knew that girl, we are not friends. (laughs) You cool with her. I I never saw her without you. (laughs) Settings. And when she she called me on the phone and I said, who is this? That is so funny. Yeah, no. So that's another person. If you lived with her, she she would not be, she would be similar. So point of the story is, if you have a friend who sounds like the friend that you're friends with, person who is seeking advice, if I were you, I would do what Nina said. I would like pull her to the side and say, hey, listen, you're being really aggressive. And then when the lease it, like I would try to make it nice right now, soothe things over. And then when you move out, I would definitely fucking cease and desist. I would not talk to her because she's not nice. And it sounds like you're going through a lot. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you have to put yourself and your mental health because your mental health is attached to your physical health. You have to put that first and that it sounds like she is not. Based on this situation alone, it just sounds like she is not for you and it's going to be more harm than good. It is. Leave. Run. Don't look back. (laughs) Okay. Well, that is all we have time for today. Like I said, next week, we're going to have Jennifer on and we're going to be talking about friendship again and like her perspective on things. Um, I'm going to ask her what she thought about this podcast. We'll talk about that. Um, Listeners, you can find me on Instagram at girl. We have to talk podcast. Um, And then also you can email me at that same address. Girl, we have to talk at gmail.com. Nina, are there any projects that you're working on or are there Instagrams you want people to follow or anything like that? You can try to find me on Facebook. I keep my stuff pretty locked down, but (laughs) 
<laughs> you can look me up on Instagram, uh, AMG 111213. Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I think that's the only pub, like public social media that I have. Awesome. And uh, do you have any projects, like anything coming up that you want us to keep an eye out for? Try not to get pregnant. I mean, that's. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. That is the perfect project. For- project I'm going to work on is let's not have a baby this year. Okay. 2019, no babies. Yep. I mean, but if you think about it, if you got pregnant right now, you technically wouldn't have a baby this year. Just saying. Mm, your house is about to be a safe haven. <laughs> Okay. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.